Welcome to Jury File. My name is Rona, and this is where we discuss some of the cases that Jury File is currently working on or following closely. We do discuss sensitive topics related to criminal investigations, including adult language, violence, abuse, and homicide. All individuals that we discuss are given the presumption of innocence until otherwise convicted in an official court of law. You can find Jury File at juryfile.com and on most podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, TikTok, and Instagram. Jury File dedicates 100% of our compensation to the operation of providing legal and medical needs to the families that we support. In this episode, I'll be talking about Melissa Gonzalez, a missing 70-year-old from the Grand Junction, Colorado area. This disappearance is extremely troubling for the advocates who have been paying attention to the details and working to help find Melissa. From the misinformation that's being reported in the media, all the way to the disturbing details of her disappearance, the fact that she is 70 years old, highly habitual about her routine, where she goes, keeping in contact with family, An added concern to her disappearance is the fact that Melissa's family is adamant about the fact that she is of sound mind, that she has no medical issues that could contribute to her becoming unaware of her surroundings, lost, or confused. They claim that there is no concern whatsoever with that, that she's very habitual, always keeps in contact, always frequents the same places. So let's talk about her disappearance a little bit and sort out some details. I also have a video that was provided to Jury File by AK. I'll link his YouTube channel in the description box. AK was kind enough to help this family out and record the footage for them and then also share it with us. So we appreciate that. I know that he doesn't care about any credit and that's why we like to give it to him. So We really appreciate the work that he's done there on the ground with the family, staying on top of these details, contacting law enforcement when needed. There are some absolutely amazing advocates out there, and and some of them are, are doing their best to try and help Melissa's family. So Melissa is also known by the name Lynn. On all of our jury file posts, you'll see us refer to her as Melissa Lynn Gonzalez. We also sometimes just refer to her as Lynn. So we're now on the 15-day mark of Lynn's disappearance, and that's extremely troubling because it's very common for people in Lynn's age group to be found easily because of their patterns and their habits. It's easier to find people in this age group, in my opinion, just in my experience. The fact that we're going on 15 days is troubling enough. When Lynn disappeared, she was going to her vehicle. She was leaving her niece's house in Colorado, Grand Junction, Colorado, and she was at the 29 Mile Apartments in the 2900 block of Orchard Avenue in Grand Junction, Colorado. Now, this is a map of that area. To our knowledge, that was the last time Lynn has been seen since November 15th, is leaving her niece's apartment. She then was walking to her car, which is a blue 2007 Honda Element with a Colorado license plate of BQW808. 
And if you're watching on a video platform, that is what that vehicle looks like here on the screen. And also, if you're watching on a video platform, we will have both video and audio of what we're going to share from Lynn's family. Now, in the beginning, there were small inconsistencies like what Lynn was wearing, where she was possibly last seen, where her phone pinged. A lot of these details that originally came out were, were not true. Now that can, that can easily happen in the initial phases of an investigation. But when we started to venture out to it being a week after her disappearance and the media and law enforcement was still circulating these inaccurate details, it became even more apparent that advocates would need to assist on this case. So that's one of the reasons that this case is so important to jury file, to AK, and to the other advocates that are helping out. And I'd like to quickly read this article. It was published November 17th, so two days after Lynn's disappearance. It says that she was wearing a sweater, a black jacket, and jeans. Many of these articles also said that she was wearing sandals. That was an incorrect detail. She was not wearing sandals. She was wearing brown Ugg boots. And speaking of which, this is the last image that we have of Lynn. She was at a Dollar General hours before she ever went to her niece's house, but this was the day of. This is what she was wearing that day. Okay, now this is from NBC11news.com. The Colorado Bureau of Investigation issued an endangered missing alert on Wednesday afternoon for Grand Junction resident Melissa Gonzalez. The CBI states that Gonzalez was last seen on Tuesday, November 15th at 5.30 p.m. at the 29 Mile Apartments at 2915 Orchard Avenue. Gonzalez also visited the Dollar Tree, according to this article. That's incorrect. It was a Dollar General. About seven hours before she disappeared, she was last seen wearing a gray sweater, a black jacket, jeans, and sandals. Like I mentioned, if you see that in the reports, um, the jury file flyer for Lynn is the most up-to-date and accurate that I know of. According to the alert, Gonzalez was driving a blue 2007 Honda Element with a Colorado license plate reading BQW808. The element also has a star-shaped sticker located on the right-hand side above the bumper. Deputies say that she may have traveled westbound on I-70 towards the Utah border between the hours of 10 p.m. and 11 p.m. on the night she went missing. Now, we have no, no proof of or indication of this. I'm not saying that this did not happen, but by all of the research that has been done so far, we, we really don't. We don't have any indication that she is in Utah, even though a lot of reports point that direction, like she would most likely have last been in Utah. Personally, we have nothing indicating that. Law enforcement could possibly have something that we're unaware of. Um, but as far as jury file is concerned, we have no indication that she that she went to Utah that night. The article continues, Gonzalez is described as a 70-year-old white woman with blonde hair and blue eyes. Her height is listed as 5 feet tall, and she weighs around 96 pounds. If you see her, the Mesa County Sheriff's Office asks that you call 911 or the main office at 
1-800-273-6707. And because of the hours that the Mesa County Sheriff's Office may or may not be available, I, I would absolutely call 911. If, if you see Lynn, you spot her vehicle, I would definitely call 911 in your local area first. Now, Lynn's family is absolutely distraught over her disappearance, over this entire situation. They were hopeful she would be found by Thanksgiving. That did not happen. And now they'll be going into another holiday trying to navigate this situation within their family. It's hard to know what to do when you have a family member that's missing. It's hard to know, do we move on as if they're not going to be here from now on? Do we need to wait this out? Are we, you know, jumping the gun? Um, it can be hard to navigate. It can be hard to know what to do. And that's where um, the, the term ambiguous loss comes in because that's exactly what it is. It's something that really has just a lot of loose ends, no real answers, but yet that person is still gone for now at least. So let's do what we can to try and keep these facts out there, the information correct. We are also on the lookout for her vehicle. Whether or not they are seen together, we have no idea how that may play out. But individually, everyone needs to keep their eye out for both of them. If you saw anything in that area of the, the 29 mile apartments on November 15th, around 5.30, we'll just say around 5.30. I would just say that afternoon, if you were in the area that afternoon into the evening, if you've seen anything, if you've seen this vehicle, even if you've just seen it passing you on the street, it would be very helpful for law enforcement to know so that it could be pieced together how, how long and how far Lynn got in her vehicle. So this is a video from Lynn's family seeking assistance from the public to help them find Lynn. She could literally be anywhere by now. She could also still be right there in her local area. So it's important to look there in the local area first, make sure all the bases are covered there, and then work our way out. Everyone locally and nationally needs to keep their eye out for Lynn. If you live in the area of Grand Junction or close by, you are absolutely appreciated if you feel like handing out flyers, hanging flyers, or if you are not local, you can share her story online so that people will find out about it. And hopefully whoever last saw Lynn will let us know. And hopefully whoever happens to have that piece of information that we need in order to find Lynn will come forward very soon. Again, the Mesa County Sheriff's Office their phone number is 970-242-6707. They are the leading department on her case. And if you happen to see one, just call 911 wherever you're at in your, in your local area. We get asked a lot of times, what do I say? Just call 911 and say, I believe I just saw a woman who has been reported missing. Give her name, 70-year-old Melissa Gonzalez from the Grand Junction area. And wherever you have seen her, just give them the location of where you've seen her. And it's pretty much as simple as that. If they have additional questions, they'll ask you. If you don't know the answers to those questions, then you just let them know that you don't know. Okay, here is Lynn's family. 
All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Brandon Gonzalez, and behind me is the family of Melissa Gonzalez, uh, the woman that's been missing since November 15th at around 5.30 p.m. from Racket Club Apartments. Um, we still haven't found Melissa yet. And we, first off, I'd like to say thank you for all the tips that have come in so far. We really appreciate it. You know, the public has been pretty much our number one help right now. and We still need your help. We want Melissa to come home and, you know, keep your tips coming in for us. We really appreciate them. And let's just, let's find Melissa. My mother right now is driving a 2007 blue Honda Element as shown in this picture right here on her flyer. And her description is about five foot tall, 95 to hundred pounds, blondish gray hair, greenish blue eyes and uh she's as far as i know she was wearing a black coat and boots and jeans that day and possibly the cap you see where she's wearing on her head in the picture so please hmm. guys she had, doesn't have a change of clothes and she'd most likely be wearing the same thing in these pictures so you know just keep your eyes out for us please yeah my mom goes to racket club apartments to visit my cousin penny here quite frequently and has never had an issue up to this point we don't have any proof that she actually even left Racket Club parking lot. That's why we're, we're emphasizing, you know, please Grand Junction, please keep your eyes out around here local. We really got to start back from square one here and you know, and Racket Club Apartments is a uh, square one. So anywhere from out in that direction, you know, please keep your eyes out. Yeah, she was last um, seen actually walking out the apartment building, but she was not actually seen getting into her vehicle. And um, the vehicle was spotted about, um, about about 30 minutes afterwards after she left my after she left and um but we're not sure if she was even driving the vehicle any little lead anything 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 that you think could be suspicious or anything that you know there is a cash reward out please please i emphasize please between racket club apartments down north avenue down grand to the redlands that was her route her normal route that she would always take um, just keep your eyes out for her vehicle, you know, her description. We've got flyers handed out. If you need a flyer, just uh, get a hold of someone that's connected to the family if you can. Um, we, at this point, we just have no location on her car or her phone. So, you know, we really appreciate your guys' help. And I just want to emphasize so much, you know, to you guys, please keep your eyes out for her. We miss her very much. You know, she, she, this isn't a case of dementia, uh, confusion, anything like that. You know, so keep that in mind as well. You know, we're we're hoping, we're all praying for a safe to come home. Okay. And we want to thank you in advance too. Absolutely. Everybody. Everybody, thank you so much for keeping your eyes out, for listening, for keep passing the tips on coming the news. In to us. Keep the tips coming in. We really appreciate anything at this point. Mesa County has done a wonderful job up to this point. Um, they had search and rescue crews doing a a grid search for her phone so far and unfortunately no uh no leads there but they're still looking and you know we're they're keeping us updated on on their information as well and, and we're grateful for the help that they're providing